Hello, everyone, and welcome to NEPA Sports Stories. My name is Matt Buffano, and I am the host of this podcast where we interview sports figures of all eras, all positions, and all sports with ties to Northeast Pennsylvania. This is episode 40, and my guest today is Bo Bartlett, a freshman wrestler from Penn State who just won a junior national championship and earned a spot on the U.S. junior national team for wrestling. Bo's connection to Northeast Pennsylvania is that he attended Wyoming Seminary, where I work, for six years. So he not only attended Wyoming Seminary Upper School in Kingston, the high school, but he was also enrolled back in 7th and 8th grade at the lower school in Forty Fort. So this is a kid, uh, a man, a young man now, who spent a lot of time in Northeast Pennsylvania, and I think you'll learn in this interview, he's a wise young man with a good head on his shoulders, honestly, uh, wise beyond his years. And he's got a lot of wrestling talent to boot. This is a guy who went 177-9 and in his high school career, and I am certainly thankful that he took some time from his busy schedule to join NEPA Sports Stories. A quick announcement about NEPA Sports Stories. Next week, episode 41, will serve as a season finale of sorts. The summer is quickly approaching, and I've got some things in the creative realm, like getting back into my Lackawanna College football book and photographing a bunch of Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders games, and those kinds of things will take me away from doing this podcast on a full-time basis. The plan, however, is that this is just stepping away from the podcast, and I do intend to start it back up in a few months. I think I'll talk more about that on next week's show, but in the meantime, you could show NEPA Sports Story some love and support by subscribing to wherever you are listening. Subscribe to NEPA Sports Stories with whatever podcast service you're using, and you could also follow us on Facebook and Instagram or tell a friend, share a link with them if you like what you hear on the show. And with no further ado, here is my interview with Bo Bartlett. All right, Bo Bartlett, thanks for joining me here on NEPA Sports Stories. First off, where are you joining us from today? Right now, I'm in State College, Pennsylvania. Just wrapped up wrestling practice a couple hours ago. Cool. And you wrestle there, of course, for the great Kale Sanderson. You know, what I think would be a great starting point for this interview is, uh, you know, the people who like wrestling, they really love wrestling. Like, they know everything about Penn State wrestling and about Kale Sanderson. Could you tell the more casual fans of wrestling or the people who don't know wrestling very much about Kale Sanderson, about the stature that he carries in the wrestling community. Coach Kale, he comes from a really strong wrestling family. You know, all of his brothers wrestle also. Coach Coach Cody, that's my that's my main guy. He's uh, one of the assistant coaches. He really helps me a lot. But Coach Kale, he uh, four-time undefeated national champ in college. There have been a couple other um, national four-time national champs, but he did it well undefeated. And also on top of that, you know, he had some world medals. He competed interna- internationally. He was retired. He came back after, I think, around around a decade from competing. And then he came back and he, uh, I think he got fifth place in the world. Um, now he's coaching at Penn State. And I'm not sure how many titles in the past 10 years uh, team has gotten, but it's it's a majority of those 10 years. So he, he's the 
he's a really good guy, really good coach and a good wrestler. Yeah. He's the goat basically. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but well, uh, you know, the local connection here to NEPA is Wyoming seminary when you, where you went to high school and just kind of walk us through your childhood that led you to Wyoming seminary, you know, cause you actually started there even before ninth grade, correct? Correct. Yes. So it started around, I think, sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade. Uh, I was living in Arizona and I was missing a lot of Fridays because we were traveling so much. You know, we, we had gone through Arizona, we had wrestled, but we needed more. And the States out there, it's a, it's a long drive. If you really want competition, you have to drive up through California or go to Oklahoma, Iowa, and it's drives, flights, the travel, everything. It's really, it's an inconvenience um, going throughout. It's really difficult. So then we started looking at into prep schools. You know, we started looking into just thinking about like what what are prep schools? Um, trying to figure out this whole boarding school, prep school, private school, the whole the whole nine. Figure out because my uh, my school in Arizona, I was jumping around a lot. It just wasn't it wasn't enough for what I needed to do. And then Coach Green, uh, he he uh, reached out to me, I think in sixth or seventh grade, one of those. And so it was right after uh, nationals at the time for kids nationals. I think I was maybe 12, 12, yeah, 12 years old. I come back from nationals and we're in Arizona for a couple of days and we fly out to Wyoming Seminary and we do a wrestling camp there. I'm there for a few days and my dad's like, oh, how are you, how are you liking it? And I'm, I, just, I loved it. I loved it. But the idea of actually going to the school I did. I did. I didn't realize that's what we were doing. I thought, I thought it was just, it was a wrestling camp. I was like, oh, I like everyone. I'm getting along with everyone. This nice place. It's cool. It, it, there's, there's trees, there's nature because in Arizona we have, we have dirt and in Pennsylvania, it's nice. You have nature, the seasons. So I'm going through all that. It was a really great camp and everything went well. Uh, my dad starts looking at houses to buy while we're out there. Uh, first time being in that area. Uh, we come back to Arizona. I think we went out again. I took a, the, Wyoming seminary test to get in then one day my dad just said all right let's let's go we're moving and I had, a, I had around two three hours notice and then we were in the car and we just drove we drove from Arizona to Pennsylvania and that's the that's the shortened story pretty much yeah and it turned out to be a life-changing and, and great move for you guys uh so that was for your seventh grade year when you started attending some yes seventh grade year. And, you know, to even get admitted to Wyoming Seminary, I mean, it's a rigorous process. It's uh, high academic standards. So where were you at with academics at that point? I was excelling in public school. So I was always a very, very strong student coming from public school. This is like 4.0 straight A's. Didn't really have to put too much time into it. It, it just came very naturally for me. Uh, I was not challenged. I didn't have to go out of my comfort zone. And I mean, this is sixth grade. So it kind of, I guess maybe there's that, but still (laughs) then coming into Wyoming Seminary seventh grade, there was a difference. There's a clear difference. I had to work. I wasn't, it wasn't the straight A's. I was, I was trying as hard as I could. We're, we're getting, we're getting through it. Not bad grades, but it's not, it was not what I was used to, you know, we're getting B's, C's and it was different, but just that adjustment period. It's, it's a prep school. And even though it's seventh grade, the whole, the Wyoming seminary culture, it, 
it encourages you to really push yourself and and grow and go. And I guess that's used a lot, grow, grow. But the classes you take from a young age, who you're interacting with, and the community, a tight knit community, and everything. There's all kinds of different things going on. It's it's uh, it's very welcoming, and it's uh, it's good for your, your overall like progression. So by the time you got to SEM, you were already on the path to hopefully getting a scholarship one day to wrestle. You know, you were looking to do big things in in wrestling, but you're athletically, you know, built kid. So like, did you give football a chance, uh, basketball, baseball, some of these other sports as well? So my dad wrestled in college too. So I, I always knew wrestling is, is where it was at. I wasn't specializing in wrestling, like a one sport thing, but I, there was never a point in time where I was not wrestling. Although I also tried, I tried football when I was really small. Uh, a lot of funny stories about that. That didn't go over too well. It was not good. Not good at all. Um, I soccer for a little bit. I played lacrosse in high school for a year and down in middle school. I really liked lacrosse. Lacrosse was fun. Judo, all kinds of different sports. And they were fun. They were fun to do. But I always knew like I was going to be wrestling. That, that was what I was going to do. And when you got to ninth grade, before you even wrestled your first match for Wyoming Seminary's varsity so to speak well I actually i wrestled were... in seventh grade uh in high school so um that was, that was another benefit of to, of coming to wyoming seminary since it was a boarding school prep school um we were able to get competition in new york so i started wrestling high school wrestling matches in seventh grade so i had six years of high school wrestling which was really beneficial to development coming into college Oh, okay. Yeah. That kind of leads into my next point. When you were going into your freshman year at SEM, you were ranked like the number one freshman, high school freshman wrestler in the country. And my question was going to be like, how did this website might've been flow wrestling? I don't know who it was, but how did they even find you at that point? I'm, I'm guessing that it was through like the USA trials and some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was, I was already, it was really freshman year was really my third year of high school wrestling. So That's I made crazy. it. I, yeah, um, I was there. I, I was Wyoming Seminary. They were getting me to go to these tournaments, term, few tournaments, that, competitions I could go to. I was always competing, and that definitely helped. Did you feel any pressure from all of this, especially knowing that your dad was a, a college wrestler and you were going to SEM? Obviously, there's a lot of benefits that you get out of going to SEM academically as well as athletically, but you were there hopefully to help this great program win a national championship, win an individual one. Like what kind of pressure were you feeling even at that young age? I don't remember feeling any pressure per se. Um, there's, there's, there's always that feeling of walking out before a wrestling match that the feeling uh, whenever you're doing anything where you don't know how it's going to end up that, 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 uh, that unknown, that feeling uh, there's always that, the actual pressure of like, what if this doesn't happen? Um, that was never, never there. So tell us about uh, living in Pennsylvania. You mentioned going from Arizona to PA. I mean, what was your experience like here in Northeast Pennsylvania? So that was probably the third time I had ever seen snow. And first time actually being in it. I I'd maybe, I traveled a lot uh, for competitions in like middle school and elementary school. And I would occasionally like see snow, maybe when we we're traveling, but being in snow and my parents let me pick out my own, my own snow jacket and they wanted like in seventh grade when we first came to SEM and they were, they picked out a really puffy one, one that would keep me warm in the, in the snow. And 
I wanted no part of it because it was clunky. There was, it was just too big. I didn't like how it looked. So I got a windbreaker and that windbreaker, I learned my lesson. A windbreaker does not keep you warm at all in Northeastern PA winters. And that was the first lessons of many. And they, those lessons just kept coming. I bet. And now when did you kind of get the idea that you were built for this, that you were going to be able to go to a division one program and contribute to these national champion teams at SEM? I think from a young age, I, it was like, it was always a goal. I always believed that I would be able to go and do whatever I desired. I would be able to chase those goals and I think just going throughout SEM, it was kind of, it was like a mini college team. It really was the whole, the whole atmosphere, academics and athletics, everything all together. It was like a, a training course. So like going through it, it was, I was like, wow, this is what these guys did before me. Like these guys are wrestling in college now. And it was just getting little glimpses of what I wanted in the future, just all throughout my journey at SEM. We had, it was so diverse. Our, our wrestling team, especially we were from, all over the country um you know normally you you have high school friends and it's an it's an experience i didn't get to have but i would not take back the experience i have you know when you have like high school friends you grew up in the same area and you have those those strong deep bonds families know each have known each other for a long time and you grow up together throughout k through 12 and that is something i that's something i never really got and that sounds awesome but everyone at SEM, we all grew up in entirely different places, have different experiences, completely different cultures. Um, I'd never seen snow before. We had, we had international students. It was awesome. It was just awesome having so many different people all the time. And then when we would travel uh, with our teammates and we're in different places, maybe someone grew up in this area and they know all kinds of different things, their family would show up. Um, whether we were in traveling to California, North Carolina, New York, New Jersey, Ohio, any, it was just, it just kept happening. People's families from all over the country. It was really, it was amazing. Did you have any particularly memorable sparring sessions with one of these guys? Uh, and if so, could you maybe elaborate on it? You know, just what the practice experience was like and the fact that you're going up against, you know, some of the fellow best wrestlers in the country. Yeah. Sparring. So Picking out individuals, not too, not too much, but just the overall atmosphere of like a Wyoming seminary practice, it changed as I was as I was getting older because there were different faces, different a couple different coaches here and there. But overall, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, we come in, we do some do some uh, flips, some tricks, uh, rolls, backward rolls, some like gymnastics, tumbling to warm up, and that's always fun. It gets everyone. People can't do if they if they're unable to do it. Everyone's cheering them on, and you eventually. You know, most of the time you get them to try something, everyone's cheering and it's, it's fun. And then once you're warmed up, you get down and you start, you start wrestling and that, that's where it really gets fun. But uh, it's nothing really out of the ordinary, but it was the best part of my day every, every day going into the great hall. And one last question about SEM before we move on from there is when you think about Northeast Pennsylvania, other than Wyoming Seminary, what are some of the memories that come to mind? What are some of the places that you like to frequent? <laughs> so uh, we we spent a lot of time at Walgreens and that the <laughs> um, so Walgreens is right across the street from Great Hall um at Wyoming Seminary campus and there were so many snacks there I I don't know why that was so fun for us um, going to Walgreens grabbing some Reese's some Snickers 
Um, 10 minutes before wrestling practice, probably should not be eating chocolate and candy, but that was really fun. Going down to the movie theaters, uh, just going down, downtown in, in like a small, small town. It, it was fun. It was a homey environment. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I like to talk about with all the guests on here is recruiting because it's always interesting to see and hear about some of these big name guys coming into our little area to find talent. We talked about Kale Sanderson. He's basically the GOAT. Uh, what were some of your first interactions with him? And when did you start to think, hey, Penn State might be a place that I want to go? For the longest time, I was dead set on Ivy League. It was something about the prestige and the name. And I mean, you hear you hear those names, it sparks interest in any conversation. It's It's interesting. And I was a pretty closed minded on what I really wanted to do. I was chasing the, uh, there's a name and that sound, that's great. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just for, for what I wanted to do personally. Um, it gets difficult to balance. You need balance in your life and to balance just everything in an atmosphere like that, along with wanting to win a national championship, people have done it, but I know how hard they, they worked and all kinds of things like that. And Coach Kale, uh, he reached out, came over to my house. And when we were talking, it was nice because most coaches, they generally try to try to sell you and convince you that you should you should be a part of their program. And it's it's a good feeling for a, a young uh, a young high school student to feel like feel to be wanted. You know, you're still your early stages of like finding yourself and you really don't know what you want. But to hear like a college coach hear that or say that to you, it's, it's inspiring. Coach Kale, he, it was like, this is why you need to go to Penn State, which every college coach was saying that he was, for their respective schools, he was just, we just had a normal conversation. Like he was one of my high school teammates. We were just talking about all kinds of different things. And it was not a forced conversation. It was just cool, built a, a real uh, friendship right there. Something, something about it and the, the, the excellence that Penn State brings um, everything just seemed to work out and the feeling I felt that it was right. And upon since been, being here, I know that I, I was right with that feeling. For sure. And to just kind of give people an idea of what your high school resume was like, you know, if you were to kind of give the accolades from your career at SEM, you know, what are some of the, the main highlights and, and some of the things that maybe attracted Kale and these other uh, coaches to recruit you? I was competing all the time, like all the time I was in these tournaments, you know, performing well, winning or placing high second thirds um but i was i was always competing and i aside from the actual accolades i think what well i've heard so what have what probably shown most was the actual like attitude that comes with you know winning and also losing at the same time you know you see there's uh there's guys that oh kind of over celebrate and there's there's a place for that and that's just not who i am and then there's people that lose and there's there's an added there's some negative emotions and you can understand because everything they went through, but, um, I win, I lose just as anyone else does. You wouldn't be able to tell if you looked didn't look at the scoreboard. I the exact same win or lose. And when you are mentally, um, strong like that, coaches are able to work with, there's good things coming. Great things can come when you're mentally just, um, prepared for whatever comes. Yeah. And that's a lot of maturity on your part, because I think, now, now to when I was, you know, playing baseball at 16, 17 years old, if I was pitching and I was getting rocked, man, you could tell 
Yeah. And now I, I watch games today, like little league or high school college games. And you could tell a lot by the way that these kids are reacting. I could say, Oh, that kid's going places. Mm-hmm. And uh, where do you think that maturity even comes from for you? Definitely my, my dad, so many countless, countless hours mentoring me since I was young. It's a light, it's a lifestyle. It's so many different things just all over the place. Um, when I was really small, maybe like 50 pounds, we would, we would kind of wrestle and sometimes I win, sometimes I would lose. But if I, if I lost, he would jump up, swing his arms around, like, and like pretend like it was the Olympics and he was, he was showboating. And, and if he tried to, tried to get me to have an attitude. And if I ever did, he'd be like, Nope, you have to, you have to, you have to stand there. You have to shake their hand. You have to walk on, walk off and the same thing. And then if I won, if I was celebrating, he'd be like, Nope, no, you, I, I was like, well, if you're celebrating, I can celebrate. He's like, nope, you shake the hand, respect and walk on, walk off. Since I could, before I could walk, before I could talk, just small things like that. And I've just, it's just how it's been a part of my life forever. And before we move on to the next thing, where did your dad go to college? You said that he wrestled in college. Fresno. Yeah. Fresno so, State? California. Okay, cool. Very cool. So committing to Penn State. This was something that you, I think you broke your own news on Twitter, like most, you know, high profile recruits do these days. And in a tweet that I'm sure has been seen by tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people, because you were one of the, you know, top prospects in the country, people were waiting to see where you were going to go. You announced that you're going to Penn State. And a really cool thing about it is you were the one who designed the edit. You know, you designed your own graphic to accompany the announcement and, where did those skills come from? And when you saw the retweets probably going up by the dozens and the hundreds, you know, what was that experience like? I was waiting so long to make my own graphic because I started doing those in eighth grade to ninth grade summer because one photographer, he made me a graphic from one tournament and it was, I thought it was so cool. And, but I had some other photos that I wanted in the graphic and I was like, well, I guess there's no way he's going to make another one. I have to figure out how to do this on my own. So I started experimenting and over time, I just, I really got into it. Now I'm working towards a minor in graphic design and that's the big thing I'm doing. So I really, really like graphic design. And then with the actual, when I actually posted the, the graphic and the, the social media stuff, it was, it was, I thought it was really funny because it got so many people off guard. I walk into wrestling practice and I remember I came into practice with seven different shirts on each, each with a college and I was, I, uh, it was right before I posted it. I posted it maybe like right when practice started. And this was 20 minutes before practice. And I've wearing seven different shirts and I'm just standing there in, in, uh, in our little locker room. Everyone's like, is that where you're going? Is that where you're going? And I would just casually take shirt off, take shirt off, take another one off, another one off. And then I stayed at like the third shirt for a while. So they thought that was it. And then I posted it and I took the other two shirts off and walked out. So no one saw it. And they're like, what? I hear screaming in the locker room and it was a really fun experience with uh, some of my closest friends being there firsthand. That was, that was cool. The social media part on the internet, that was also cool, but the real, the real memorable moment was there with my, my friends. Awesome. And when you graduated from Sam, when did you graduate? 2020. 20, so the past year. 2020. So it was a, a weird year to be graduating and going into Penn state. What was it all like, you know, schooling ends kind of abruptly or it goes virtual, you know, just what was that, uh, graduation part like everyone's 2020 is definitely unforgettable it's it's uh sometimes I wish 2020 could be a little more uh forgettable 
because it was so, it was really drawn out. Not a lot of things happened, but the last time we were all together, we were at national preps. And this was the last week of our classes before we went on spring break and we won as a team. So it ended in a beautiful way. We, uh, a lot of us won, uh, the team won and it was great. Then we go on spring break and then we're virtual. We don't go back. And that's when it started <laughs> getting a little, little, not, not so fun, but then, you know, uh, Wyoming Seminary, they somehow pulled it off to where we could get an in-person graduation in, in August. So we waited a little bit, but they, everything, they, it was awesome. It was on the football field. Uh, parents could come. That was amazing. Seeing friends I hadn't seen in a long time. That was great. Some people couldn't come. They were international students. They weren't allowed in the U.S. at the time. And some kids were in college. I was taking summer classes and I had to, I was actually done with two summer classes and then did high school graduation, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, that was, that was great. That was the whole high school part. And then the slow transition into, um, other college kids moving in down here. And it was, it was, I feel like I blinked and it just, it just, it just happened. But I remember every day it felt like a long time in the moment. So you had one year of overlap, I guess, with Gabe Arnold, uh, who won a national championship last season, won another one this year. So already two national prep championships under his belt. I got to see him wrestle when I was at Mohegan Sun Arena for nationals. And I mean, he looked special and you being a wrestler, you know, could, could you say that that's the case with Gabe? Yeah, I'm really, I'm really proud of what he's, what he's been able to do and how he's working. I like his, I like his attitude. I talked to him a lot. I, I uh, congratulated him after his uh, second national prep title over uh Tex and he's, he's a really good kid. He's a nice kid. Aside, wrestling, he, uh, you can see, how he's able to wrestle but aside from wrestling and aside like as a person he's 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 an awesome individual and I think it's the people like that that really build a program and keep a program um, going in a positive direction and you don't see too many people like that but he is definitely special and I just hope he keeps having fun and enjoying enjoying his time because it goes by quick uh, for four national titles that's I know I, we were talking I know that's I know that's the goal and I have no doubt that he can do that but ultimately, I just hope he he enjoys he enjoys this this ride. He's halfway done with high school. He just goes by quick. How do you find ways to just have fun with it all? Because you've got a pretty good presence on social media. I'll say, you know, Instagram, even on TikTok. Uh, you know, you got like sixty thousand followers on TikTok. So people clearly want to see your content. I guess that you know you're keeping you're finding ways to have fun and just. A, how do you do that? And B, what purpose does it serve? So those two questions, how to do it and why, basically. I think how I do it is I have post-its hung up around everywhere of different little messages uh, behind my bed, uh, on my door right here, in my locker, on my car. There's all over the place. And these messages are some of the either quotes uh, someone has, someone's told me, I've researched, or just positive memories, like real quick summaries of really good experiences that I've had. And I just think frame your, framing your mind in a state where you're, you're reminded of those positive things. Uh, I know for me, I've become way more grateful. And when you're grateful for everything, it takes the stress off of things as much, or it takes the stress off of things. So, you know, going into uh, a wrestling competition specifically, it's not, oh man, I'm hope I don't lose. I really want to do this because if I don't, then 
this will happen or I won't be able to do this. And that's not, that's not what wrestling's about. That's not what anything in life. This is, there's, there's more serious matters in, in, there in the world. There's a lot more serious things. Uh, making sure you have a roof over your head, making sure you have food, making sure you're employed, uh, you know, the, those closest to you, making sure their health and everything's good. Wrestling is just a, a fun thing I like to do to pass the time. And it's a good way to push myself. It's fun. One of these days will come to an end and that will not change anything about me. I won't be a competitor, but I'll still be Bo Bartlett, the human. So that's, I guess, how I do it and why I do it. It's just, it's a good moral compass. Uh, having fun, everything in life, it's having fun to, to a certain extent, nothing that will actually negative impact you, but just looking out for your best interest, your closest friends without actually tearing anyone down, just being a good person. I think that's a good way to have fun. All right. And if you could just kind of summarize how your freshman year at Penn State went on the wrestling mat and where you see it taking you from here. Yeah, so I guess I'm halfway done with freshman year because we have a COVID eligibility. So next True. year, yes. eligibility-wise, I get to be a freshman again, which is, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I like that. Uh, Academic-wise, I'm I'm knocking out my credits. So we're going to see if I can graduate in three, three and a half. But the actual wrestling side, it was great. It was my best college season yet. So <laughs> um, our season started a little later and we had some matches canceled. Uh, COVID testing every day wearing masks, social distancing, that's got used to it eventually, but it, it was, it was a hassle in the, in the beginning, it was kind of difficult to adjust, but um, it allowed us to have these competitions eventually and have these big matches. We had the, I wrestled uh, 141 for the first couple matches of this season and then moved up till 149, which was a lot bigger, a lot bigger. It's just eight pounds, but you feel it when you're wrestling guys. But then we got to have the big 10 championships here at Penn state. That was awesome. Um, being in the room, uh, growing closer with all the all the teammates, learning from the coaches every day, um, accepting the the, uh, the atmosphere and the whole team culture into my life. It, it was great. And the year did not end in the opt- optimal way for me. You know, I did. I I did all I could. I probably could have done more, actually. So I didn't do all I could. I, but I, I trained well. I did a lot of things. But, you know, the goal is to be a national champ. And at that time, I wasn't the or didn't become the NCAA champ. So I was really, I took a week off, two weeks off, and then just started training again to, for uh, junior nationals, which is a uh, freestyle. So that's to travel to Russia this summer. And I was training hard for that. I was, I was convinced. I was like, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to go to Russia. Um, it doesn't define me, but I mean, I want to have some fun. Let's go to Russia. That sounds like a really fun trip. So I trained for that, ended up winning it. And Going to Russia felt very accomplished, really excited. Things are starting to pay off and it's just, it's a day by day process. Always grateful. And it's nice to start to see things um, looking really good. And you had mentioned that graphic design is your minor. What are you studying toward as a major? Uh, BA in psychology, um, specifically, probably uh, like a social type psychology might get, might get into coaching after after the fact, but then there's also uh, trying to be get a, a law degree. So it's all over the place, but I'm convinced on the BA psych. That's, that's 100%. And the graphic design, I really like that. Yeah. And you're good at it. And, and hopefully wrestling for as long as you possibly could. I mean, it is, you know, I think that every wrestler's grand ambition is to make the Olympic team. I'm guessing that the same applies to you. Yeah, definitely.
All right. Well, hopefully we see that uh, come to pass. I think you got the right head on your shoulders to do so. And uh, hey, I'll keep you in mind if any PA sports stories needs a refresh on our <laughs> on our uh, cover or something. Uh, what is it? Bo knows edits. Is that? Yeah. Bo knows edits. Okay. Um, all right, Bo. Well, I think that covers just about everything that I wanted to ask you. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we get you out of here? Uh, just, just go Blue Knights. That's pretty much it. Go Blue Knights and Nittany Lions. Now that I'm working at SEM, I mean, uh, you know, like and, a Penn, and a Penn State graduate, you know, we're kind of on the same plane here. So, again, Bo, I just wanted to thank you. This was a lot of fun. So, uh, you know, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. All right, everyone, that's the interview. Thank you for listening, and thanks again to Bo Bartlett for joining me here on NEPA Sports Stories. Again, you could show NEPA Sports Stories some love and support by sharing our links by telling a friend about this episode, by following us on social media, by subscribing to our podcast, and by leaving a five-star rating and review. Seriously, those five-star ratings and reviews take just a few seconds, but they mean the world to me. And we'll see you next time on NEPA Sports Stories.